Hey everybody, it's time for the Red Skylight Lounge Podcast. We're in our series, In Pursuit of Wholeness. Get ready, let's turn these lights on. Hey everybody, it is your girl, your friend, and your host, DRD, welcoming you to the Red Skylight Podcast where today and every day we are serious about this journey called wholeness and we are on task, we are on our job. And today I'm welcoming none other than my co-host extraordinaire, my sister, a friend that I look up to and admire, who is also a confidant to me, Kavangeline, what's going on? Hey sis, it's so good to hear from you. I'm glad you are well and I'm excited about today. Oh my God, I have, well, we have someone special on today. I can't even begin to tell you how his presence has changed my entire world. Everybody, this is my little brother, Key on Marge. Everyone just say hi to my little brother. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> oh my God, I'm so excited for today. I just need to get right into it. Uh, we are discussing wholeness, uh, little bro, and we yeah. are—we've been on this journey for a minute. You know, you and I—we're on our journey, and you know, you're my accountability partner. You know what's up with that, That's and nice. you know, Kavangeline, You know, we've been on this journey too, sis. And today, we're interested in the heart. We're talking about the heart today, and we're not just talking about any heart. We're talking about the heart of the men we love, the men we admire, our 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 brothers, um, our uncles, our fathers, and you know, for for you and I, conventionally, um, someday soon, our soon-to-be husbands, we're talking about their hearts today, not just ours but theirs, and the journey of wholeness for them, because I really believe that is a a underserved topic, and we have not given it the full breath and that it needs to have and the room and the space that it needs and, and even the attention and the focus that it needs. We've been really, when we talk about wholeness, I think a lot of times we, we tend to it like it's a female thing where wholeness just is, it encompasses and it affects all of us. So Lil Bro, um, I'm going to shoot this out to you and then Kavangeline, I, I definitely want to um, I want you to come right in after he um, answers this question. I want to know, um, Lobro, I want to know about how your heart has changed when um, on this journey called wholeness. How, how has it changed your entire perspective? How has the journey of wholeness itself begun to change and reshape your heart? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, yes. But first off, I just want to thank you, Big Sis, and uh, thank you, Kavangeline, for having me on this podcast. Definitely honored, and um, I'm grateful and thankful for y'all for doing this for, um, you know, for God's glory and for healing for the people and um, for yourselves and also, you know, seeking that dialogue from others. And, you know, it, it'll be healing for the both of you and as well as for me and for other people. So I'm just thankful for that. It's but so um, you the the journey for the journey for me started when I was around like seventeen, eighteen, and um, I had an issue with my back, and my mother 
she, you know, in the, in the doctor's office, um, you know, I was crying and my mother looked at me and was like, uh, you got two options. It's either you're going to trust God to heal you or you're going to, you know, quit football as the doctor told you. So at that point in my life, I, I was like, I'm not quitting football. And um, from that point on, I made a decision that I'm going to see God. I don't know what that entails. But um, ever since that happened, I started to my heart started to change. And then um, there came a point in my life when I was in California. And I remember specifically when, you know, I was walking with the Lord, but there was things in my life that I wasn't happy about. And I remember uh, when I made the decision that I have to be real with myself before I can be real with others. Wow. And um, that also, that also made me think like, I feel like wholeness uh, when it presents itself, it presents questions. And, um, when we when we have these questions, we have to really sit with ourselves and um, we have to look within because oftentimes, you know, we can we can live a life where we're progressing and we're doing good things. And, you know, we're making a little money and we feel like, you know, we're on we're on this track to, you know, being who being uh, basically like the person that we always set out to be. But we have to understand that there is a creator who created us in his image and his likeness who has a purpose for us that is bigger than what we see in ourselves because um, we can't see our whole selves. You know, when we walk forward, there's people, you know, looking at behind us, looking at how we walk and they can see certain things that we can't see. And um, wholeness is, is when you, when you pursue a God who loves you so much that he puts people in your life who can see these blind spots. Um, They can see these areas in your life that you can't see. Um, he gives you a desire to seek out his word, to seek out different books. And, um, you know, I just I just feel like it's, it's been a journey that um, for me has been eye opening. And, you know, even till this day, I'm realizing things about myself and um, things, areas of my life where I can be whole. Ultimately, wow. Yeah. So I, just for me, ultimately, when I first submitted my life to Christ, it was an area where I, I sought healing in the area of physical. But um God has chosen to do a, a, you know, a realigning with my life in the area of mental, physical, mm. psychological, emotional, every area that, that he created in me, he is tapping into right now. So, yeah. That right there. I, w- I want to hone in a little bit. And, and sis, I really want you to, um, to tag along with me here. Lobo, I want to hone in on something you you said there that's really, I, I really think is really important. And you said this word and this phrase that I find very, very important. And you said blind spots. Right. Did you hear that, sis? He said blind spots. I heard him. And the thing that I really, um, I have gotten off of, out of my relationship with you in particularly, is another set of fresh eyes. You know, when you're writing, you know, and you know, I send you all my writing and you're, you're probably the first person, you are the first person that reads like all of my writing. <laughs> and it's like when you, I always tell you, when you give me, it's a, such a full review because it's a view from a, from a higher perspective and it's a view with fresh eyes. Right. And I believe. And since you can really uh, piggyback on this with me also, I believe there's something about blind spots where it enhances our perspective about our need for others. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of times, especially I believe 
when it comes down to honoring you, big bro, and um, and because there's a for me, you're my little brother, but there's aspects of you that's my big brother too. <laughs> I'm I'm just saying real talk, right? Because I look up to you in that way, and so when I think about blind spots, I think about what it is to be on a team. Mm. when you're on a football team and you know you know this because you've been a quarterback right and when you're on a team it's that perspective that if this person is playing their role and collaborating well and fits on this team they're just they're just snares they're just hits that just i just won't get as a quarterback because that person is doing their job right and I believe that's what blind spots the, the need for others that it does, because we're not going to be able to hone in on every blind spot we have in and of ourselves. We're going to need good. others. But, uh, so, sis, what do you think about that? When you when you both mention blind spots to me, it's it's in another sense where, yes, you know, I see that somebody can be so damaged or so okay. traumatized that right. they they miss people being in that blind mm. spot. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Okay. Um, you can have, okay, so prime example. I, I remember a minor accident that I got into because I was turning and I did not see the guy beside me. Mm. I didn't like he came out mm. okay. and my first response you know after it happened I'm so sorry I did not see you there wow. I didn't see you and I think some of us on this journey called life are so used to you know I just gotta do it I gotta put the pedal to the metal and I just gotta make it happen I'm just going right. you know I'm going to keep it moving, that right. you forget that you got somebody right beside you. You got father right there, right beside you. Mm. And even though you can't always see him, he's always with you. Wow. Right. And, and so, you know, we go about damaging our teammates. We go about damaging right. our meets. We go about damaging or putting ourselves in harm's way because we didn't, we couldn't see. Mm. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that is good. That's real good. That's real good. Right there. <laughs> I just need a, a, just a whole second to just, you know, absorb that right there. Right. But I'm going to hone in a little bit more on that. Sis, and I want I want my little brother to really, really um, embrace and bring into this conversation what we were talking about earlier um, last week, and that is the heart. Because I don't even believe that we can even see what's presented to us properly without the condition of our heart being right. Right. And in order for that, for us to have the proper perspective about things or even have the proper narrative about what happened and, and, and what part we played in it or, or what part did someone else play in it, if our condition of our hearts are off, oh man, oh man, how how much more 
do we damage ourselves and each other because of that? This is the interesting thing for me in regards to um, manhood because we I'm really interested in this aspect of our journey that cross pollinates with the with the men in our lives that are because I believe this is so this conversation is so important when we talk about damage I don't really believe that we have included you all as much as we needed to right when we talk about when we talk about healing ourselves we often are because there's no such thing as healing yourself you need outside help to heal stop it <laughs> just stop it um, I've been in PT for yeah well, I've been in PT for you know <laughs> 21 years I have not seen anyone heal themselves yet <laughs> so yeah I'm waiting <laughs> For you to get yeah. off my schedule and go and heal yourself. Yes. Please get off my schedule. My schedule's back. Can you get off my schedule and go heal yourself, please? But as I look at this thing, and I'm thinking to myself, because we often we often want to go and heal somewhere, and we, we don't want to include our brothers unless it's about something they did to us. Go. And I really think because, little bro, you know, I've been on this thing for a minute. I really believe that it's time for us to be on the hot seat and what we've also done to you. Mm. Um, and I want to start it by offering beyond an apology, offering beyond um, just a regular just I'm sorry, but offering a heartfelt for the times you wasn't heard. Right. For the times we didn't listen. For the times that we lost our whole entire minds instead of understanding the pressures that you were under and are under for the things we took for granted that you have to carry as a man that we know nothing about. Yeah, we told and, you to suck it up. <laughs> yeah, suck it up. Yeah, suck it up. Yeah, that, that works right there. Yeah. Um, for all of those things and more, because I can go on, for all those things and more, little bro, mm -hmm. I say I'm sorry. Because I believe that we want you to do all of these things. We want you to grow. We want you to um, we want you to bring the bacon and, and the pan and and, you know, and bring this money and 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 we want you to, to pray all night and we want you to and, and, and don't forget, you know, don't forget, you know, if, if you're a husband, don't forget the good sex you're supposed to be bringing to um, and never, ever get tired ever. And we, don't forget to carry what's and, heavy for us. Yes, yes. Carrie was heavy. Yeah, yours and mine and all of those I bring into your life that don't belong there, too. <laughs> and so, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, real talk, though. Real talk. And so, because the list never ends, right. the things we want you to do. But you must have three things that you have for us to do, and they better not ever get beyond those three. And it varies in... Um, 
how I'm, you know, it varies on my mood if, if I'm giving it to you. Right? I can slap the food on the plate today because I don't, I don't feel good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I can have a nasty tone today because I don't feel good. But you can never have any of those things. And for all of that, for all that unfairness and for all of it that comes from a narrow heart and a narrow perspective and for all of it that came from what I didn't get, Mm. I'm saying I'm sorry for that because I know without a shadow of a doubt that you have come through a lot of that. I know it. And I wanted to say it out loud so that it can be heard around the world. This is how we apologize to our men and mean it. Right. And, and then after we apologize, the apology must come with signs and wonders following. Go. Oh, we want signs and wonders? Sis. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We want signs and wonders. Sis, we want signs and wonders, don't we? Let's have some, because we got plenty of signs and wonders when it comes down to if, you know, he treats me wrong, his prayers won't be answered. How about if I treat him wrong? <laughs> but the Lord is listening to me. He's heeding my cry all day. But he, you know, he never tells me I'm wrong and I need to apologize. How, how does that? No. So I am serious about this thing called the heart when it comes down to us protecting you as well. Because I believe what we've done is we made this protection one ended mm -hmm. and non-reciprocal. Mm -hmm. And so what that does is that creates something where uh, we win and you lose. And you can tell me, because you play on the sport, I, I only work for teams, okay? <laughs> but you play on the sport, I'm just saying. Um, so therefore, can you tell me whenever you have made a play that you looked at the scoreboard and it said Keon 21 and the other team 10? <laughs> no. Or did it say, you know, your team, the Bears 21 and the other team 10? Is that how it happened? Does the score go for the team or does it go for the individual? You tell me. Team. Okay. Always. Okay. So that's what I'm getting, I'm getting after. But why? We have to get on this team. Right. Go. Go. Why, Keon? Why? Why well, is it for the team, not just for you? At, wow. At the, at the end of the day, whatever I do as an individual is bigger than myself. Um, I could score all the touchdowns for the game, right? But there's people who are blocking. There's people who are who are running their routes. There's people who are, you know, deceiving the other team so that they can think one thing when we're doing another. There's coaches who are calling the plays. There are people who tape our ankles before the game. Um, wow. Even going as far back as there's manufacturers who, you know, made these cleats. There's people who we've never seen, we'll never see in a day in our life who made these helmets, you know, and um, there's people in high places at the schools, the president, you know, that allow us to get a scholarship. Um, when I went to Shaw University um, on my visit there, I was actually able to meet the president at the time, uh, Dr. Dubroy. And um, it, it was a blessing. And, you know, so just just things like that is it's bigger than than what we do It's bigger than just ourselves, you know, because if 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 I get the glory for scoring all the touchdown, then eventually my perspective that I have about the guys around me is going to shrink. And ultimately, wow, um, that self-centeredness is going to um, 
is going to bruise not so much my ego, but my purpose, because God is um, directly concerned about our purpose. But um, the byproduct of your purpose, I feel like your ego is your ego and then your purpose. Wow. I feel like it comes in that order. So mm. I feel like um, that's that's one thing that can diminish that. Now, here's the thing. He says something that you pointed out and you pulled out of him, sis. And that was you asked him the term why. We have this saying in business, and I'm certain that um, also in sports, and I'm certain that you've heard it too. And it goes something like this. It says, if a man knows what to do, he will always have a job. Mm -hmm. But the person who knows why will always be his boss. Ooh, I like that. So my thing is, and our thing is, because I believe this is the heart of father in the middle of this conversation, is that if we could get the I and the E, because the I and the E for ego, if we can get that out of the way long enough uh -oh. to understand that we're really on a team for real. Mm. And I don't need to be this right all the time. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I can like put down my need to be right mm. and really get on your side and look at this problem and attack this problem and stop attacking my brother. Can we move this ball together? <laughs> can we? I, I like just want to know. I just want to know. Like can that. we do it? I mean, that's the whole point of being on the team. We're after one objective to win. Right. Yeah. And so. This is what our conversation is, is, is all about today. I want us to hone in a little bit more on what happens when our hearts, what happens, little bro, when you know, because you're, you're in this right now. You have a beautiful woman in your life right now, and she's amazing and whatnot. What happens when you're able to come into your own private space and know that you're respected? know that you're known, know that you're understood, and know that every aspect of you is safe. What happens to your heart as a man when that is your reality and not just your wish? I think the first thing that happens is you know you, know you have a safe place. So you know that um, it's okay if you know you talk to this person and you're not the you know, the, the super confident person that everybody sees, or you're not the person with all the answers. Um, mm. And ultimately it's, it's confidence because like, I know that I can talk to this person and they're going to listen, but they're also going to, you know, build me up and encourage me. And even in that, they're going to challenge me. Cause the, the one thing that I, I realized that uh, with Nicole, she always remembers like what I say initially. Mm -hmm. when I'm feeling good when I'm feeling motivated when I'm you know I have a great idea but the times when I'm not she reminds me of that wow you know she was like well remember you said you was going to do this like and I'm like man like that's what I like <laughs> that's what I needed you know right or like right you know like she just listens to my heart and um I just feel like it's it's really it's really a safe space and um mm -hmm. that's yeah it's just it's just different because it'd be different if I had you know like a long day and I come home and I I tell her something and she's like 
oh well this didn't get done or like why didn't you mm-hmm. why didn't you text me back or like you know little stuff mm-hmm. but it, it's bigger than that you know mm. and um i think i think ultimately we have to as as men we got to understand more so about like we got to know what we need oh god and we oh, god. like we have to see it with with clear eyes cuz ultimately like growing up like my mom was just was like I just need a woman who can you know cook clean please me in bed and you know just hold hold me down you know that that's kind of what society has taught us you know but a woman is 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 like she's a business partner mm-hmm. she's a person that can go to bat for you in prayer she's the person that you know ultimately will will y'all will be in leadership together you know, cause wow. Um, so that's what I think it's about, and um, I think God has an intended plan for two people to come together, and um, those are some things that we need to think about when we, when we're thinking about this person, and we're thinking about the type of woman that we want, and the type of woman that we desire. So. He says something very, very um, interesting there. Says, I mean, I, as you, I mean, I know you're soaking it in as I am because I'm enjoying every every um, minute of this right here. He said that we need to be thinking about that when we're thinking about choosing the kind of woman that we need, that we want, and that we desire. You know that I've been on this thing about choosing what Father has chosen for you. Right. And I really believe that he got this. I really do. I really believe that he knows like I want I I I put that desire in in my son. And and it's holistic. It's mm-hmm. not it's not only apple bottom jeans and boots with the fur. That's included. That's a bonus. Bless the Lord. For the apple bottom jeans and boots with the fur. Yes. <laughs> Amen. Howsoever, on the dark nights on the soul, you may need just a little bit more than apple bottom jeans and boots with the fur. That's what I'm saying. Right. And so there is that holistic aspect. And not only that, there's the futuristic aspect. Mm-hmm. And there is nothing on this planet. You can read a book all day, seven steps to the anointing, (laughs) six steps to choose from the stars. You can do that all night, but there's only one place you're going to find that is able to tell you if this is the person that's in the presence of God. Right. And, and you, because you have committed to this journey called wholeness, I believe that it is enhanced your ability to say yes to what he said yes to for your life. That's whole, That's a whole different perspective. That takes healing. Oh, yeah, for sure. That takes healing. Um, sure. Sis, what do you think about this? Hold on for a second. So, so this is what... Um, this is what I need us to do, little bro. Um, I want you to continue to share with me what you think is, what do you think, what kind of role do you think your heart has played in this? 
and and wholeness and wholeness and being willing to be being willing to be open to Nicole in this way because I know the backstory and I know that you've known her for a while. Right. So what was something that happened in you that heightened your ability to to just acknowledge that wait a minute, there's something very different about the way I used to think about her and now. Mm, so ultimately, yes, yeah, so I, I knew Nicole for a long time. Uh you know, in high school, we we uh we connected through Facebook and then throughout college, you know, we would talk and uh, we were just simply friends. And there'll be times where we talk more than others, but I always tell people whenever we talked, it was like we didn't miss a beat. It was it was almost like we've been talking every single day. And um, you know, even throughout the years we would talk and we would always have like real deep conversation and then you know, we would just kind of just go about our day. And then okay. um, around, I think, November, yeah, uh, I forgot what the message was on Instagram. But, um, you know, I just told her I would call her. And, you know, we just started talking every day since then. And um, for me, it was just kind of like how we connected. And then um, there was a lot of, a lot of things that I, I seen in her that I admired. And um, that I looked for in a woman, mm. you know, like the way that the way that she spoke to me, and um, you know, mm. like she respected me. Wow. Um, you know that's huge. I, uh, it could be easy for you to 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 love a lot of things about a woman, but if she like finds it okay to occasionally disrespect you, then that can mm. be an issue. Um, my God! Yeah, I, I can tell. Like she, she had a she had a desire to, you know, to seek out her purpose. She had a desire for healing. Um, wow! I also noticed that, like she, she trusted me, and um, I feel like it's hard to, if it's hard to lead someone when they don't trust you. That's um, good. Wow! Yeah. That's real good, sis. That's yeah, real good and right uh, yeah, so definitely, yeah. She had a desire for healing. She she trusted. She trusted me. Um, you know, she was really she was willing to walk this this journey with me, and um, I felt like I felt like our love for each other it kind of just happened over time. And I just remember one day asking, I was like, I was like, Yo, Nicole, if if God told me to just stop what I was doing and uh and just go to Africa and, like, do missionary, what would you do? She was like, I guess we're going to Africa. <laughs> uh, holla. Holla. I'm, 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 I'm all in. You I'm know? All in. You know, I'm already all over <laughs> her already. I have hugged her virtually, like, a billion times already. <laughs> I'm so serious. I'm, I'm here for it. He knows. I'm just like, if I, if I know he's even, you know, there with her or talking, I'm just like, tell her I said, hey. <laughs> tell her I said, I cannot wait. Oh, my God. I can't wait. Because, you know, since you know what it is, I have wanted a little brother since forever. And I'm going to tell a part of our story, little yeah, brother, that's, if that's, that's okay fine. with you. And we met one night we were just in church and we met one night and I came to visit um his church one evening with my okay. sister 
and we and we met and it was I remember I met him and and Akil, which yeah. is his twin, and it was like instant combustion. And I looked up at him and I was just like, This is it right here, this is mine. <laughs> I don't know if he felt it or not, but you better tell him, Lord. I was like, Oh yes, I'm never letting you go. I'm never ever, you're my little brother. I know <laughs> what it is. I have waited <laughs> all of my life for that right there. And when it came for me, I was like, here I am. Here I am. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm ready for this. I'm ready for this right here. I've been waiting for years. I'm ready for this. And it was, and it has really literally been on and popping right. ever since. Literally. It was instant. Now, everyone's story is different. I get it. Don't, don't send me no emails. Don't write nothing. I'm not, I'm not reading none of it, okay? All right. But this is my story. Bless the Lord. It's called this podcast right here. Okay. But I'm telling you right now, it was, it has been such a blessing and it has changed my world. My little brother calls things out of me that have never come to the surface before. And I'm courageous in new ways and I'm better in new ways because of them. And I tell everybody I possibly can, whatever relationships that you have been gifted with, act like mm, it's a gift. Absolutely. Treat it like it's a gift. And I'm telling you, um, my life has been forever changed. I, you know, um, I want to also share also the thing, one of the things that happened with Convangeline, I've, I've I've um, known of her for some years, mm-hmm. little bro. And, you know, when I used to come in and visit, I would, I would see, you know, I would see yeah. her. And then what would happen was the next thing you know, um, you know, we really didn't really know each other like that. However, something happened. We were at a conference in Florida. And something was just different. And we knew that it was different. And once we understood that there was a difference, next thing you know, um, we were in this conference called, you know, um, Mime and Dance Like God is Watching. And it, it became very, very clear that we were not just to be friends, that we were supposed to be mm. sisters. And it was instantaneous. It was, and you know what? This is the way God does it for me. He does that for me. And so, what happens a lot of times is that He really, um, He really heightens this person in my in my world, and He lets me know. Listen, this is special, and I need you to make room for that. And often that's often comes after he's told me to shut something mm. else down. And, you know, a lot of times when he does that, I don't know why, but I just right. have to obey. Sometimes it hurts. Sometimes it doesn't, you know, what it right. is, what it is. But oftentimes I believe that leaving something doesn't have to be as, as, as harsh and terrible as you know, we're led to believe something. Sometimes we've got to leave so that somebody else can can get in that space and bless the other person's life. Sometimes it's not just about 
oh my god he's saving you from something <laughs> so yeah it, it, we we just got this this small you know view of things sometimes sometimes is that it's it's you're going in this direction and they're going right. in that direction and and god is in in the middle of it all but here's the thing that has been very interesting in this development that you have going on in your life. Oh, bro, I've seen, I've seen the, the struggle professionally, and I've seen the Lord open some serious doors. And I've seen him take you from worry to being stressed. Right, for real. You know? I've seen him take you from, oh, God, when, what's going on? Oh, Lord, I have no idea, to, he got it. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. just saying. I'm just like, we ain't sweating no more. We like, listen, I got to go to sleep. I got stuff <laughs> in the morning. And, I, and, and the thing is, I've been on the journey along with you to see all of that. I mean, as you've been on this right. journey with me, this, you know, to see the ups, the downs, and, and all these kinds of things. I'm I'm very um I'm interested and very curious to know what has been the greatest thing that has happened in our relationship that has made you look at father and go, listen, for real, you do all things <laughs> well. Real talk. Um so first and foremost, just just the fact that you know we crossed paths that very first day, the fact that yeah. I sat next to my big sis and didn't even know it, um, like <laughs> I thank God for that so much because like you have been a blessing to me in the sense that you know you like you tell me things about myself. And then, like, you call out things in me, you know, that I may, that I see, but, like, you magnify it for me. And, um, like, you, I just feel like you reassure me of of the things that I may be questioning myself about. And then I feel like I do the same for you. And um, You do. I don't know. I just feel like we've, the greatest thing is that we've been a blessing to each other. Um, we've been able to, you know, hold each other accountable, you know, when you're feeling something and, um, very strongly and you come to me and you ask me and I I tell you what I believe is the right thing to do or what father's leading me to tell you, not because it's going to make you feel good or it's, you know, something that you want to do, but because it's what he would have you to do. And, um, I think, I think also for me and like, just being on this journey, us, you know, writing. And um, I think that's just has been a form of expression that has been a blessing for both of us as well. You know, you writing your books and, um, you know, I share my writings with you as well. And I just think it sparked a fire in, in the both of us to, you know, really dive deeper into that, that part of our craft. And I think that God is definitely doing a work, you know, through your books, through my writing, you know. Um, yeah. A book is definitely coming soon from me and Akil. So. Yes. <laughs> yes. Fire time too. Don't do it. I'm here for it. Hashtag that. Keon. Keon. Yeah. I have a question for you though, Keon. So 
I mean, back going back to your childhood, um, just thinking about where you were, like in in a headspace or even the environment. If if somebody would have told you that you would be able to have a healthy relationship, a female, a woman in general, and now you have two healthy relationships, um, would, would you, what would you say to that person at that time? And what would you say to young men and men out there now who feel, you know, who don't know how to feel about having a relationship with a woman? That's, that's that's a real good question. Uh, I would say for me, when I was younger, I, I didn't know what a healthy relationship looked like. Um, I didn't know what that was. I, that never came to my head. I just thought, you know, you find somebody that you like or you, honestly, you find somebody that you're really attracted to. And if, you know, y'all get along, y'all get along. Um, you know, it, it took me a while to, to really see a healthy marriage. Um, I've I've never seen that wow. growing up. You know, um, the people that I work with, uh, here at my school, one of the coaches and his wife, um, Parkin Susanna, like they have a, a healthy marriage and, you know, it is it's Christ centered. And, and I, I tell them like, like I've never seen a healthy marriage and like God is, is really showing me what it's supposed to look like, you know? And um, mm. yeah, just even through that. But what I would say to men is I would say you, you have to see that you're, life is significant and you have to see that your purpose entails the life of another woman and in that woman will in that woman will be things that there will be things in that woman that you need um well there will be things in the right woman that you need Really? Not just any woman, because oh uh, some women can give you things that you don't need. But um, there will be things uh-huh. in a, in a mm. right woman that you need. Yeah, and and also <laughs> and also, I feel like men men feel like um. I, I also think men have this idea that they gotta, you know, get 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 everything out the tank before they can find the right one. Oh, let's <laughs> talk that. about that right there. Let's talk about this right here. Right. We gotta talk about this I mean, right here. This is so this is so important right there that you put your finger on that. That's so important because what I believe that we've done and we have hurt ourselves and each other with it. What I believe that we've done is that we haven't been honest and open and direct about God's perspective right. about Uh-oh. our sexuality. We haven't been, we haven't been honest about it, and what we've done is we've made it this this catch the candy kind of thing. You know, let's let's catch this candy. You know, it's coming from the sky. Let's catch as much as we can. Kind of thing. <laughs> you know, winter is coming, and we we don't we don't want to be the only one without no candy up in here. So let's catch as much as we can. But, uh, <laughs> Done 
is we haven't shown you the trauma, the pain, not of women, but the trauma and the pain, the lack of confidence, the, the lack of purpose, the purposelessness that will drag on your heels and inside of you because mm. you're a duplicitous man. Because there are principles involved in this thing that your credibility, your ability to reach heaven and your the confidence that you have that when you pray that God is listening to you is all attached to your sexuality and your ability to hone it and direct it in the right way and with the right person. And we haven't said that to you. What we've done is we've made it this cloak and dagger kind of game up in here. Hey, well, how many girls can you hide in a closet? Well, I think I can hide 15. Well, how many can you hide? Well, I got, I got a lot more room. I got about 25. So how many? And so what we've done is we've made this thing about women experience soul ties <laughs> and they're broken and, and you can get up and leave and nothing happens to you. And that right. is not the truth. Because one of the things that you shared with me a long time ago, little bro, I remember you said to me, you said, Big Sis, I really need you to come to New York. I'm about to come from school and I really need to see you. And I heard the seriousness in your voice and I was like, I got to get there. So I got there and I and uh, we were sitting in um, in the vehicle and you said to me, you said, you don't know what these conversations have done to me, but I've been celibate for a year. And I was like, hashtag who? What is happening here, sir? I, we didn't even ever have that kind of conversation where I was just like, you know, we don't have the you should and that should conversation. We don't, we've never had that, um, that kind of thing. What we've had is just open, bare bone <laughs> right. discussions um, about any and everything and I do my very best to be as open with you about everything because mm, I don't believe right. you heal in hiding and so um, it was interesting to me because you said this to me you said because I don't like who I have to be in order to be with somebody that right. I don't even <laughs> want a future with I was like I was, I was, I, there was nothing else to add to that, Evangeline. There was nothing else to add. I just sat there and gave God all the glory, but I was just like, my word, I, there's nothing else to say. Yeah. You said it all. You know, but that, that is, that's a huge point, though. <laughs> yeah. And I wonder how many males have really had that moment, you know, by themselves. <laughs> Whether, I wonder how many of them have been in, in the heat of the moment and had that thought. Mm. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. But we don't allow them to have that thought. Mm. We don't allow them to have that thought. That that's a thought that we don't allow them to have. And so mm. because everything is approving. You know, it's it's all about proving how much money can you make? You gotta prove it. Right. How much this can you do? You gotta prove it. How much that can you do? You gotta prove it. And so he's always, you know, jumping off the ledge, trying to prove how high he can jump and how great and how amazing. And I'm just like, you're already amazing before you even made this, this jump, honey. Right. You was already amazing. And so when when that discussed, when he told me that, first of all, I was just in awe of how amazing that was. And I was 
taken aback because I was like, Lord, help me to be, to treat this relation continuously as, as special as it is, because I was just like, this is so special. I don't even know what to do with myself. Sis. Up in here. I was just like, my word. So sis, quick yes. question. And y'all can, I, I want to hear your thoughts on this. So I'm a who got caught up in okay. adultery, right? Right, right. Could this possibly be what he stated, possibly be the male's perspective, but he wasn't bold enough to to say that? Absolutely. 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 Because when we read scriptures, a lot of times, depending on where we stand on an issue, we read it with mercy or we read it with judgment. (laughs) Hardly ever with understanding. We don't read it with, oh, my God, that's me right there. Oh, my God, on a, any, any part of the day, right. that could be me right there. Mm-hmm. We don't read it like that. Or we don't read it as in, mm-hmm. that's somebody I love. And when I think about someone mm-hmm. I love, I'm thinking about how much I can cover them. Like, there's no conversation that I can have with you or my little brother that I'm going to get on this podcast and mm-hmm. lay open unless we've either discussed it beforehand and I wish you out there I wish you would write me about it you don't want to do it okay don't don't waste your time but um I'm not reading none of that nonsense but the reality is that I have a sacred responsibility right. to hold confidences you understand and so there are just things yeah. that are just private you know and they have to remain in that sacred place called privacy bless the name of our God but also is that a lot of these things that are in the sacred text are laid out bare so that we could heal because a lot of the pain and a lot of the trauma that we've experienced has been on public display. So he wants us to heal so that, he, you know, we can be out there like, okay, you know what? Yeah, that did happen, but I'm healed from it. Yeah, that I, I used to do that, but that's not who I am though. And I'm okay with walking in who I am. And I'm not, and I don't have to spend the rest of my life trying to prove this to this one or or not trying to prove that to this one because I'm confident now in who I am. And I just really believe that if we ever would get bold enough, and I believe that we're doing it now, as we become more and more bold to to demonstrate like God has it for you. He really does. And and what and what he has for you is beyond the apple bottom jeans and boots with the fur. <laughs> I'm just letting you know that's the bonus. It's the bonus. Right. It's not the meal. It's the bonus because there's so much more to it than that. Because we're talking about your future. We're talking about understanding your past. We're talking about understanding, you know, your ebbs and your flow. We're talking about understanding your pain points. We're talking about understanding how to talk to the king in you and not really talk to the guy that's not the king. Um, But also how to challenge you. But as we challenge you, what happens is that there's a challenge but the challenge doesn't, uh, it's not accompanied right. with disrespect Girl. and dishonor. It doesn't have to be. I, I'm of the faith to believe that truth does not have to be brutal. 
It's going to be confrontational. It's going to be challenging. Absolutely. But it don't have to be brutal. How am I brutal to someone yeah. I say I love? What am I talking about? And so we haven't, I don't believe in times past, we've, we haven't allowed real men to stand up and go, hey, I'm waiting for this one because my future is too important and who's attached to me, I need credibility in heaven. I need real credibility in heaven. When my little brother prays, I know he got it. I don't sit there and go, oh God, I don't, Jesus, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's big. I don't big know if that one made it past. Yeah. I don't know if that made it past the ceiling. I don't know. I ain't tell you yeah. made it. <laughs> no, I don't know. We'll try again get the mind. Try again. Well, I'm not certain that that one made it. <laughs> but I know. <laughs> yeah. But I know when I'm so serious. But I know when when I say, little bro, I need you to pray for me in this. And sometimes I'm just like, sometimes I'm at a loss for words sometimes. And I go, I'm hurting. And I'm in pain over this. And he'll, and he'll pray. And God hears his prayers. Yeah. And God gives his answers. And that's the kind of, that's the kind of people I need in my life. You know, so when I'm falling, like, I can send out a, a, a SOS and like Evangeline, listen, I'm about to slap everybody right now. I'm just, it's, it's not holiness unto the Lord right now. It's not, you know, so I need some help up in here. And so, so we got it. And, and that's, and that's how I really believe that's what happens when you're able to be strong, but not mm. have to be strong 24 hours yeah. a day. I believe I believe that is what happens in the inner circle. And I believe there's a lot of our brilliant, amazing, and beautiful men out here. They don't have an inner circle. A lot of our leaders don't have an inner circle. We want our men to be leaders, and they are leaders, but we don't allow them to have an inner circle. Because your circle better because be in me. The inner circle, they just be <laughs> 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 Did you do that? Did you Listen. Do that? Oh. I am your everything. You tell me. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, what, well, what happens to uh, when, when the Lord has made it so that we have a need for others beside b- beside you? What happens then? Yeah. That's a no, sir. You don't have to run about me. <laughs> if, if any oh! dude is that, he needs to run. <laughs> Oh my God! I feel a run going but why on did, right now. But why? Okay, so let's 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 dig into that just a just a tad bit if we can. Why why does a male need? Why do they need Go to ahead. run? Because I feel like that that's coming Go from Keon. a place of insecurity. Like so, for me, my like my inner circle, like the guys that are like, you know, who you know, I, who literally like make me want to be better every single day like if 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 those men aren't mm. in my life then it's gonna affect me and if i push everybody to the side That's so good. you can get the throne that means that that means that my god may be going with them Ooh. wow oh my Whoop. oh wow yeah. 
I'm I'm clear. I want you to have all the brothers <laughs> that you need. I, I want you to listen here. <laughs> listen here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and and for real, hashtag for real. Because I really believe what you touched on right there, little brother, is is so much wisdom. And since what you pulled out of him to get to get to that nugget of wisdom is so important. We are talking about the heart. We're talking about the blind spots. We're talking about the team that we need to win. We started this conversation right. about team. We can't, we started this conversation about he's a quarterback, yeah. but he needs a team. And we started this conversation. Our little brother, he then he went on and talked about, you know, everyone on the sidelines who makes the team work well. Yeah. And then many of them who have contributed in ways that we don't know anything about who are just watching the game, but those who are on the field, they know their contributions and would not be able to do their jobs without it. And so I'm I'm thinking to myself, okay, so you need those amazing brothers in your life. Um, That is a part of what makes you healthy right. and what keeps you striving forward. Um, and so I'm thinking, what kind of women would you be okay with when it comes down to the woman in your life? What kind of women are around? What kind of women do you want to see in her life? Do you want to look around and go, all right, go ahead. Go ahead. Thrive, thrive, I say, thrive. Fly, dove, fly. So, so you, yeah, yeah, uh, you're asking what type of women would I want to see in Nicole's life? I would, I would Absolutely. want to see women that can elevate her and women that can elevate her mm-hmm. in ways that are beyond like promotion um because i know that mm. there is a deeper care there and there's also like a deeper frankness wow you know um mm. so yeah like w- women that care about her heart, women that care about her purpose, women that care about the gifts that she is carrying and that are going to encourage her to, you know, yeah. like, yeah, Nicole, you may not have all the resources, but, you know, you have this move, you know, like, like, go forth, like. <laughs> wow. Wow. You know? Yes. So. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> Don't go forth. Dog on it. <laughs> Yeah, so like, yeah, just like you, you got what you need, just start whatever you, you want to do, just start it, and then you know, just continue to cultivate it. So, oh my god, that's good. He, he said that word, that word right cultivate. there, cultivate that word is doing it to me. Yeah. Cultivation, leaders, the men of God. The amazing, brilliant, amazing men. We're not talking, I'm not talking about men behind the pulpit. And and that's amazing too, if that's what the Lord has called for you. However, I'm talking about 
the amazing men who are getting after it every day in business, who are getting after it every day in sports, who are getting after it every day in entertainment, that that mm. is the sphere that the Lord has called them to. We're talking to them. That's our demographic. We're talking to them. Yeah. And we're talking to the women who are accompanying them. And one of the things that's really interesting here that I really want to point out is that, little bro, you are anticipating, praying, and wanting that for her. Do you know how special that is? Because what I have seen a lot of times is that this thing where all we want for our wives is for them to get V into the kitchen and get thus into the laundry room. (laughs) That is the height of our expectation. And so there is a deeper yearning and expectation and longing that you have for her that is birthed in who God created her to be. That's a gift in and of itself. Because I think we've done a number, uh, you know, first of all, you know, it's like we've done a number with you guys in regards to not really teaching you the gravity of understanding that your sexuality is a gift and also understanding the other contrast (laughs) is that you're more than a paycheck. I'm so serious. I'm just really tired of, you know, we want seven figures. That's wonderful. Listen, hey, great. There's nothing wrong with that. But what I'm saying is that, <laughs> are you going to pray seven figure uh-uh. prayers? Well, well, we got a seven figure sacrifice going on here. Are we getting up in the morning? Are we staying up late? Are we willing to say, okay, whatever, as Nicole said, okay, you know, the Lord called them to missions in Africa. I guess we go going to Africa. Are we do? Are we? Are we back? Oh, we just have a seven figure as in because mm. I need to be shopping. Yeah. I'm just asking. I'm just I'm just saying because we have this this huge, huge, deep, limitless birth of desire and want. And not a huge birth in desire and need to give. Mm. And I'm just saying, I'm at this place where I want what we give as women to be pure of no witchcraft, of no manipulation, of just none of this nonsense that we got going on and really be honest and, and, and seeking and going, if that, if you know, that's not who the Lord has designed you for, and you know, he's not who, um, he's not it. Let's, let's do all of us a favor and stop playing these games. If we know that's not it, let's not play these games. Let's not guilt him when you know good and well. You heard better say nothing. You <laughs> let's not drain him. him. Let's not drain him. Oh, that's good. Let's not drain him. No, you don't, he doesn't need to be figuring this out. And, and you need to move now because you've known each other for seven years. No, you, you, you heard that. Right. No seven years Fight ago. hasn't moved. <laughs> he hasn't changed his mind. He's not changed his mind. Now he needs to get seven different jobs and seven different traits and seven different degrees because now you need to change God's plan for his life to match you. The devil is a liar. Amen. We're not, you know, we're coming out of Big all sis. of that witchcraft, all of, all of the witchy people. Big sis, can I ask you a question? No. 
I so no. you remember how you Go. talked about the seven figure salary. So where do you think this idea oh, yeah. comes from? Like the fact that, um, you know, men have to, you know, we have to bring in, you know, all this money. But it's like the idea that we have to do this, right. but the person that we're doing it for may uh-huh. not be. So where have we lost the idea of provision and left out purpose? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so glad you asked that. That's an excellent question. I'll tell you what happened. Mm. It's called we got hurt. It's called we have pain from what we didn't have then. It's called we know what it is not to have. It's called we haven't named, we haven't allowed the Lord to say, mm-hmm. this is where that came from. Your dad didn't do this. Who Your family did not provide that. And sometimes what happens is that they've seen others um, have and mm-hmm. them not have in the same household. And all those things have contributed to the internal vow. So the internal vow speaks like this to us. And it says, I will never ever allow myself to get in this kind of position right, where sense. this doesn't happen. So what happens is now we're God to ourselves because we were in lack, we were in want, we were yeah. in deep hurt and we were traumatized. And we haven't allowed it to heal us. And oftentimes it can go on and on and on. And it comes out in achievement. The biggest place in all for us as women, um, not for everyone, but for a lot of us, it comes out in achievement. And what that means is that we, we need the doctor on. Our, we need it. I need to remind you the entire time you're on the, you're on the podcast. And I'm Dr. D. <laughs> the entire time. What, you know, whether it makes it, I mean, you're my personal little brother, you're my personal sister, and still, I got to remind you and everybody out there that I'm Dr. D, because <laughs> it's just important that you know that all day long. Instead, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're exhausted. I'm already exhausted of it already. And so, because God forbid that I have to lay that down for a second and have mm. him deal with the little girl that didn't get this and didn't get that. And so I need my, I, I need what he, now what he has allowed, wow. not even what I achieved in and of my own strength, okay? But I have to allow what he has allowed to do for me in a way that I won't allow his presence to. Can you, can you say that again? And that's what happened. So I need the achievement to do for me, to, to, to be my right. to be my spokesperson, in other words, I need a spokesperson. That's good. When I don't accept healing, so I got a publicist, but I'm broke up, and so now I have to. When you come to me, I have 19 things that you need to do, and that's just today at by 12. <laughs> By lunchtime, <laughs> by two p.m., we're on a whole nother list, buddy. And we need you to get to dancing and, <laughs> and hopping. Yo. <laughs> That's what happened. Oh, we need healing up in here. I'm like, Father, turn these lights on. We need healing. 
can't do this without you. Oh my God. I'm telling you, I'll never forget what he said to me. I, you know, I was, you know, um, I love, you know, I love the scientist aspect of, of what I do. And it's, it's wonderful, but I never forget when he said, he said, I'm never, ever Uh-oh. going to speak to you through books. Hmm. I speak to you through one book. I'm not going to speak to you through books you study. He said, you study because you enjoy it. You study because you enjoy it. He said, you will never be able to study for revelation. Never. You will always have to be in my presence for revelation. Mm-hmm. He said, the moment you try it is the moment I shut this down. <laughs> so that was very clear to me. It didn't take him all day to say it. And so I believed him the very first time. And yeah. Because <laughs> because he wanted he mm-hmm. wanted me to heal. Mm-hmm. And he knew and I could be- not and you hid behind by hiding. I hid behind achievement. I sure did. I hid behind it because it's the one thing that, you know, um, the people that I, mm. the family that I was, I was in understood, but not my real family. My real family understood me. If you understand that no, there's not a relationship that I have that's of the family origin that has ever had a hard time understanding me. Not you, not Kavangeli, not my sister. There's no relationship that's of a family origin that God has given me that ever's been pressed with understanding me. Not ever. So he would not allow mm-hmm. me to fill the spaces that you guys belong wow, in with achievement. He wouldn't let me do it. And I'm, I'm so glad about it because my deep desire was to be known. And to be known first by family. And I wrote down years ago, I was like, Lord, I want my family to know more of your goodness in me than than people out in the world. I don't want people out in the world to have another um, perspective or another reality of me. And my family is <laughs> like, really? She didn't show up for us. That's maturity. You know, I just, that was, bless the Lord, bless him. Bless him. He's, he's, he's just good like that. But sis, I want to um, ask our little brother this, um, and then I'm going to need you to pray because once again, we have, he's just done what he's done up in here. He's just, I'm just, I'm in awe once again. And I'm just grateful that you guys would take the time and just come on with me. And I'm grateful for my co-host up in here, the extraordinary Covangeline. <laughs> And I'm grateful for you, little bro, taking the time out. And I'm going to put you on the spot right now and ask yes. you before we even, before Evangeline even prays, I want to ask you if you would mind coming on with us, you know, um, monthly or so, if you wouldn't mind taking some time out your schedule to, you know, come on with us and just really share your heart about things that we're discussing on this journey to wholeness and offering of course, us yeah. that perspective course, that you know, only you have. I, I would I would love yes! that. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> I appreciate you so much. I'm so excited. Since I really want us to pray for him. I would like you to pray for him and I'd like you to pray for Nicole and I would like you to pray for those out there who 
want more, the young men who want more and have been basically imprisoned to, you know, what those around them mm. have called manhood. That's really not manhood <laughs> at all. That's, That's really like pimpology. Wow. And so, you know, for real talk. And so they need to be free and need to understand that, listen, you can be fully, fully who you are and be fully satisfied and, and fulfilled and have the great future that's ahead of you. And, and guess what? He has the right person for you. You don't have to choose the wrong person for you. You can choose what he's chosen. Could you pray okay. for us? Sir? So you do I, I do. I will definitely pray. But I really want, um, if you're okay with this, sis, for Keon to take the lead. Because seldom is, you yes. know, the, the floor opened up for a man um, of God to to really take this time and opportunity, this space, and dig in for the fellas yeah. and pray, go in on their behalf, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. Because Keon, you have a fresh perspective. Yeah, it does, um, it does. You know, and scars and, and bruises that are still fresh, that God is still working with you on and he's still healing you. And there are things that you've healed right. from that you could direct deposit. Not that he doesn't hear our prayers, but it's such a direct deposit to God that you're about on behalf of the men. Yeah. Um, so would you pray? <laughs> nah, I, w- I wouldn't mind. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. <clears throat> Get in hey, it. Heavenly Father, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for this time. Thank you for allowing us to come together on this podcast. This amazing podcast by the Lord and Evangeline. Right now, I just want to come to you on behalf of all the brothers. Lord, we ask that you just, you know, grant us your healing, Father. You know, we've come into a world where we've been taught the lies of, you know, finding the woman that you need for the time being or the time in between or you know the woman that can grant you the most stimulation father we ask that we just do away with these thoughts and these ideologies lord god and these things that have you know we may not think it but they have become our god lord Uh, these idols in our lives that you know we wake up every day and we think on these things so they become what we worship lord um, we ask that you would just cast this this spirit of promiscuity out of the men, Lord God, and the men that will listen to this prayer right now, Lord. We ask that you would just dig into their hearts, Lord God, that wholeness may may well up out of them, Lord. We ask that you would just ask them questions that will that will allow their stomachs to turn, Father God, not to turn that that will make them feel like they're not worthy, but to turn so that they can understand that they are worthy that they are significant father god that you have created them and your image and your likeness for a a purpose that is only found in wholeness lord um we ask that you will allow the men lord to to really look at themselves in the mirror lord um really look at, at at their circles really look at the people that are around them really look at the conversations that they're having, uh, the things that they're thinking about, Heavenly Father. Allow us to really dive into what's in our heart, Lord God. Um, create a, a, a clean heart in these men, Lord. Renew a loyal spirit within them, Lord, because ultimately it is about uh, who we're trusting in, Lord, what we're trusting in, and and how we're trusting to get it, Lord. Allow them to ask themselves uh, whatever it is that they're trusting in. Will it allow them to to 
to um, will it allow whatever they're trusting in? Will it allow them to become all that they've been called to be outside of you, Lord? Um, ask that that question, Lord God, will you know that they will meditate on that? That I will even meditate on that, Lord, because um, there's areas of my life that I need to grow. There are things in my life that I'm still struggling with till this day, Father. So, Lord God, I, I ask that uh, you know all hearts, Lord God. You know all minds. Yeah. You, you know everything that is in our spirit, Heavenly Father. So I just ask that you just allow us to continue to walk in, walk in the freedom that you have granted us, walk in the freedom that, that you have called us to, Lord. We thank you for the journey, Lord. We 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 ask that, um, you know, every every temptation, Lord God, is a opportunity to 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 choose what you the way you have called us to live or the way that uh, the world called us to live. So we just thank you, Lord, that you do everything for our highest good, Lord God, and your desire is never to destroy us, Lord God, but to uplift us. So I just want to pray these this prayer on behalf of all the men. And um, I thank you, Father God, for the journey that you have taken me through. I thank you, Father, for the ups and the downs. Um, I, I, I just want to thank you, Lord, for myself right now. And um, Lord, I don't do that to be selfish, but I, I'm really just thankful because if it wasn't for, for you, um, then I wouldn't be here right now. And Dolores, you know, wouldn't be my big sis. And um, I, I'm just glad that I accepted thank the call. And um, yeah. I just really want to say thank you, thank you. for these uh, amazing women right now. And thank you for leading Evangeline to just allow me to pray for the men. I thank you for her heart. Thank you for Dolores' heart. I'm just I'm just really thankful for these women right now and uh, the work yes. that they've already done, Lord God, and um, the people who haven't heard this yet. But um, I'm just I'm just so thankful, Father. And Father, we just thank you now, God, that thank this has Lord. been such a time of impact, Father God. Lord God, we thank you that lives have been changed, oh God, from the sound, Lord God, from the words that were released during this podcast, Father God. We thank you that chains were broken, oh God, perspectives and mindsets are shifted in the name of Jesus, oh God. The idols that we lifted up are, t are, are torn down yes. in the name of Jesus, oh God. And we can really honestly and pureheartedly say, woman, thou art loose, man of God, thou art loose, be healed, be whole, walk in yes. purpose in the name of Jesus. Yes. God, we thank you for strong circles of support in the name of Jesus. Yes. And every great man and woman of God listening yes. to this podcast, oh God, all around the world. Father, we thank you, yes. Lord God, that these men and women of God will be life changers, oh God. They will praise in the name of Jesus. Lord God, there will be world yes. changers in the name of Jesus. There'll be dynamic shifters yes. in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank yes. you, Lord God, that access belongs to the sons and daughters, yes. Lord God. And we Thank you, Father God, that eyes have been opened, oh God, by way of this podcast. Bless, Lord God, our brother Keon. Bless, Lord God, woman, Lord God, we yes. thank you that you have given her yes. unto him, Lord God, but you have given him unto her, Father God, and we thank you that there's an even exchange, Father God, and we thank you that they're lifting each other up, Father, Lord God, in the weak moments and the trying times, Lord God, and they're able to, Lord God, strengthen each other and keep each other humble in the name of Jesus, and they're able to not be grieved by the level of success. God, that is coming their way, has come their way, and that they're walking in, Father. Lord, we thank you. 
that they won't suffer lack. We thank you that there will continue to be clarity. We thank thank you you that they'll continue to stay in your face. We thank you that they'll put you first and foremost and keep you first and foremost, Father God, and give you the highest honor that is due to your God, and it will spread amongst their circles of friends, Father God. They'll write the books, oh God. They'll sow the seeds, oh God. They'll go to wherever you call them, Father God. We thank you, Lord God, and we bless your name, Lord God, for these things and all these things and bless my our our, our host <laughs> we thank you for you know dr dolores god we thank you lord god for her humility and her graceful questions father god we thank you lord god for the life experiences that you've given her we thank you lord god for the shift in her perspective oh god so that other people's perspectives can be shifted father we don't take it lightly We honor you and we bless you, Lord God, for this beautiful work that you have created now and forevermore in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, we have come to the end of our podcast for this episode on pursuing wholeness. What's happening to my heart? I tell you what. I'm so excited, and we hope that you join us again next time, next week, when we're back on this track again with pursuing wholeness and taking it to a whole new level, because we need it. We can't do without it. And if you're on the journey with us, join us. We can do this together. Until then, keep the light.